The Auburn football program is red hot, man. Winning games, getting recruits. Y'all come in here and talk about it, man, on this live edition of the Uptempo Podcast. You are now listening to the War Report Podcast Network. Let's go, man. What is up, Auburn family? I'm your host, Dustin Smith. And a familiar face that we haven't seen in a while is joining us, Blake Lane. How are you, baby? I missed you. Yeah, what is up? What is up? I'm glad to be back, y'all. Uh, the trip to Oregon was uh, everything that I could ever ask for, man. Uh, getting to celebrate my little brother and his 27th birthday. Uh, it was a blast getting to watch Bo Nix play and and uh, getting to watch a, a, a Heisman winner and Caleb Williams. I mean, it was special, man. Uh, that just seeing that university and that state as a whole. Uh, I'm gonna get on here and and I got some clips that I want to show y'all, and I'll make a little episode. And um, you know, it's it's a state that I think everybody needs to go to um, and experience one time, man. It's 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 a special it's a special deal. Um, and the University of Oregon is a special place, man. Like it's absolutely beautiful. Uh, the the in November the leaves are changing dust and it was incredible man but while we were there we met some really cool people and we we talked to them and we told them that hey we're we're Auburn fans you know and these folks were welcoming <clears throat> they were uh they were welcoming to us and they were like hey if you're an Auburn fan let's figure out how to get the game up and let's let's watch them you know take on Arkansas. We get the game up, Dustin, and, and Auburn's up 14 to nothing, man. And, and we see Keontae Scott taking the punt return back. And uh, it, it was just – it was special, man. They're, they were such good people, so nice to us and everything. Uh-oh, Levi. Um, but it, it was a hell of a time, man. And, and I get to watch this Auburn football team, and we're hot right now, man. We're hot, and it was just – it's everything that, that when we're coming into this season – uh, what we hope for, right? Uh, to see success, to see improvement, to see a coaching staff that cares, and uh, I, I think you're getting that, Dustin. And and so uh, this offense is starting to click. Defense is sensational. I mean, PT throws a pick the other day, and and Arkansas gets it in plus territory, and our defense stands up and only gives up three. Man, I, I mean, this team is clicking right now, and uh, it, it all goes back to guys like. Uh, Jalen and Keontae and and DK on that defense who said, hey, this season ain't over. You know, we were three and four, man. People were throwing us to the fire. So I'm down proud of these players, these coaches, and the fans, the fans that come on here and join us, man. I'm so glad to be back. Yeah, man, we're glad to have you. And uh, while you're away, dude, like you said, big game. Got some big uh, big time flip in Jamonte Waller. Like I told everybody, bro, like you don't want to go play at Florida. You just don't. Come on over here, man. Ron Roberts will find a spot for you. A guy that Ron Roberts really wanted. A lot of stuff happening on the recruiting trail, man. We have a special episode coming up. Uh, it'll drop Thursday morning with our guy Philip Dukes over from 24-7. We're really excited about that. So, again, any of our members, man, if you got any recruiting questions, uh, shoot them things off in the comments, and we'll get them out to our guy Philip. You also know that the group chat is available on Twitter. Um, so, Blake, you kind of gave us your thoughts there. I know that you haven't uh, you haven't been on anywhere and no podcasting since the big blowout. Um, so we're going to get over here, man, and play a couple of clips from Hugh Freeze's press conference. And I wanted to start with just um, – he was asked a question, Blake, about 
just the confidence of the offense. It looks like Peyton Thorne is playing with confidence. It looks like yeah. Jarquez is confidence. It just seems like the guys are having fun. They're playing loose. And, you know, it was so funny to me to watch all week people be like, act like Arkansas had found something. You didn't find anything by beating Florida. That whole that was just always hilarious to me, right? Um, the guys are really clicking, man. They're really looking good. And he was asked about that, and here was his response. Well, it's really good just to see our, our kids play with confidence. I just uh, I don't think you can be very good at anything if you don't have some confidence in what you're doing. And you know they they seem to be a confident group right now. That's excited about another opportunity. And you know I don't mean for this to sound. Uh, Anyway, but, I mean, we could have put up a lot of numbers the other day, I think. And, I mean, they were good, but, I mean, we, we really started milking that clock about halfway through the third quarter and didn't throw it. Um, and and so, you know, I really wish I could have gotten hold of some throws in there, but you just want to wanna handle things the right way, too, when you do get those opportunities because I've been on the other side of that, too. Uh, but I do think our kids are starting to believe in, in something and believe that we can, you know, score some points and it's their plan is, you know, with some confidence. Blake, this Hugh Freeze offense is starting to look like a Hugh Freeze offense, right? A Hugh Freeze offense, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, look, Auburn could have scored 70. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. All right. Auburn could have scored 70. Uh, Arkansas is buns. All right, their their cheeks. Um, look, we we kind of knew. I didn't expect it to be that bad, but we we knew, man. Like we knew Auburn was the better team. Everybody in the national media, for some reason, keeps picking against Auburn. All right, they're oh KJ Jefferson's just too big to bring down. Like like I was just hearing things like, you know, what is it? Go ahead. Well, they said that they. I'm telling you, man, I've, I've went back and listened to uh, an Arkansas podcast because I kind of wanted to hear the Sam Pittman, you know, kind of where they were standing with all that. And then uh, just listen to the guys all week. Like I watched SEC Nation in that morning. Dude, there was so much weight put in that win at Florida. Like I, the national media and the Arkansas fans, for whatever reason, thought that going down to this year's Florida, this year's version of the Swamp and beating this year's version of Florida was like beating Georgia. I don't know. I'm just telling you where it came from. Like, that's what I got out of it. All week it was coming from that. Uh, Levi Balkin. Yeah, man. He's he's uh, he's getting after it right now. But uh, thank you all for, for dealing with me. Um, but, look, man, it's, it's about matchups, right? It's about matchups. And we know Florida's defense cannot stop the run, all right? So, so when you look at that matchup between Arkansas and Florida, what is Arkansas's strength? Right. They run the football. All right. So we well, all they, they want to. They're not good at it. They want, they want to. Yeah. Um. But that that is their bread and butter of what they of what they want to do. Right. And they they were going to have success because Florida can't stop it. I mean, Ray Davis from Kentucky almost ran for three hundred yards on them. Like, they, they can't stop it, man. And so, like, um, that was a recipe for them to go down there and get a dub in Gainesville. But when you look at this Auburn defense, it's a bad recipe because you know KJ's not going to be able to throw the ball against Auburn's secondary, and Auburn's going to load up and try to stop the run, and you're going to try to make Arkansas one-dimensional, and that's what Auburn did. And it was it was all downhill from there. Arkansas couldn't move the football, Dustin. 
And all these people kept saying that, and we're sitting here going, hey, man, this isn't a good matchup for Arkansas. It's not good. Like, like this leans towards Auburn. And then you see the point spread kept kept teetering back and forth, back and forth. And I'm sitting here, and I was like, man, you let Auburn go to an underdog, all right? You let Auburn drop back to an underdog, and I'm hammering it. I'm hammering it. Um, this defense, This defense is playing championship level, man. Playing championship level. Marcus Harris, Keldrick Falk, those dudes, those dudes are getting after, man. Austin Keys, the linebacking group. Um, Jalen McLeod, have a day, big fella. Have a day, man. Uh, Eugene Asante, we know what he can do. Uh, I'm so damn proud of Keontae for finally getting his punt return, Dustin. That, that is one thing, man. I was in, I was in, there's a place called the cooler in Eugene. And when Ke- when Keontae got out in the open field, man, I was jumping up and down, and I was just like, "Let's go," you know. And uh, and everybody was looking at me like, you know, like, "Oh, you know, he he's the Auburn fan, he's the Auburn fan." And I'm like, "Man, I've been calling for Ke- a Keontae punt return for over a year now, man." And uh, and he got his punt return, so uh, I'm happy for him. And look, I'll be honest with you, everybody can write us off. All right. In two weeks, everybody can write us off this week and say, oh, well, Auburn's overlooking New Mexico State. This look, this locker room ain't overlooking anybody. All right. They're locked in for New Mexico State. Auburn will beat the piss out of New Mexico State Saturday. All right. <laughs> They're locked in. That locker room yeah. is locked in, Dustin. Yeah, I got uh, that'll be the second clip I play here in a second. You just talking about that whole scenario um, on the on the on the confidence in the offense. I just think that it's knowing what you're going to do, knowing who the quarterback is. Um, I just There's a direct correlation between the success of the offense and when you decided to stick with Peyton Thorne and go up to, you know, and go to the up-tempo. And I've said it before, I'll say it one more time, I'm, I'm not mad at the game plan of trying to control the clock versus an explosive Ole Miss offense or an explosive LSU offense. It's just the, ro- the rotation of the quarterbacks there kind of kills you, right? And I know that we all look back at that and, like, wonder what it – kind of what was going on but uh ultimately like i think what's important is is you realize that it wasn't working and said okay enough is enough i think that's really what because you see a lot of stubborn coach we just had a stubborn coach right that's like nah i'm gonna do this i'm gonna I'm, we're gonna put our nose to the grindstone and no matter what we're gonna do this and this is gonna work and i'm telling you man you heard them boos versus old miss and he was like no sir no 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 my offense ain't getting booed and I and, and I firmly believe because he said it. He said it again in the post game after the Arkansas game. He said, "Look, I." He was asked, "What have we kind of found on offense?" He said, "Well, we're running my offense basically." Is the way he put it. And he's doing a real good job here, man, of not trying to throw Philip under the bus. And I don't know, like, you know, I don't have a chart. I don't have any insight on how much uh, offense, how much the offense is now in control of Hugh Freeze versus. You know, before the old Miss game, I, I don't know. Has he completely taken over? Is he completely calling plays? I don't have that answer. All I can tell you is I know it is a lot more influenced by him, and I know for a fact that he went in there and put his foot down with Phillip, the, the coaching staff, the offensive coaching staff, and he put his foot down with that quarterback room too. He told them, guys, one of y'all going to figure this out. One, And he told Peyton Thorne, you're going to figure this out this week versus Mississippi State, or I'm going to put Robbie in. And, Robbie, if you don't figure it out, I'll put hold in it, but somebody's going to figure this thing out. And to Peyton Thorne's credit, Peyton said, I got you, bro. He said, I got you. And I think now 
uh, three games in. I think this was kind of what you saw Saturday was kind of uh, the correlation of it building up, right? You had the two games versus Mississippi State, then you go on the road versus Vanderbilt. You really, you really, we talked about it at the time, dude, you should have blew the doors off of Vanderbilt. You stopped your Auburn, stopped Auburn from blowing the doors off of Vanderbilt. You didn't make any of those mistakes Saturday. You played the way you played the same way you played versus Vanderbilt, but you cleaned up the stupid penalties, you cleaned up the mistakes, and you took advantage of the opportunities, right? So Keontae bust a punt return. I promise y'all, I did not celebrate until we lined up for the extra point. I can call my girlfriend in here right now to confirm it. She's going crazy, right? Because I hey, I'm reeling her in, baby. And uh, uh, so she's going crazy, like, oh my God. And I'm like, hold up, let me wait. Let me wait. And then when we lined up for the extra point, I said, oh, no flag, baby, no flag. No penalties, man. No stupid mistakes. Uh, that really cost us. We played a complete game. The the most complete game that we played versus an SEC team in a long, you know, in a long time, man. It really, and going on the road in Arkansas, I think we kind of put the final nail in that coffin for Sam Pittman, which is kind of unfortunate because I like Sam Pittman. And I think he's a, I don't know, I wouldn't say he's a great coach, but like, I just think, Call me crazy here, man, because I know this is kind of off topic, but I just think Arkansas is going to have years like this no matter who their coach is. Now, I know maybe it's kind of come undone, right? Like, I'm not saying this year is acceptable. They, they, they lost some close games they should have won. That would make this year look a little bit different. You flip two of the games they maybe could have won, and they're floating around, you know, in, in a different area. They're still kind of floating with a bowl game. Yep. And I'm not saying that's great, but I'm just saying if you're Arkansas, what are you about to go do with A&M coming open? With Mississippi State coming open, I think Mississippi State's a better job in Arkansas right now. I, and maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm just kind of a prisoner of the moment in saying that. Just we watching us spank them down. But like over the last ten to fifteen years, I think Mississippi State's been way more consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you're right. It's definitely, it's definitely not. If, if Arkansas is a better job there, it's not by a lot, right? Yep. Um. So I just, kind of, I know that's off topic. We're not gonna get on this whole Arkansas coaching search thing. But like, man, I just, I do think that they need to be careful with that one because what do you, what do, you, what are you gonna get, Arkansas? Is kind of where I come from on that one. It's, it's Arkansas. Here's the deal with Arkansas, man. You have Oklahoma and Texas coming over to the SEC, right? Mm-hmm. Now it was already extremely hard to recruit to Arkansas. Now it's almost impossible. To, to the group, all right, because you got Oklahoma, Texas, Texas A&M, LSU, Ole Miss, Alabama. You know they love to go over there and pick Arkansas's best player. Hey, Walker White, all right. Auburn loves to go over there and pick Arkansas's best talent, all right. So Razor, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, mm. <laughs> that's a rough one. Uh, but you know, like I ain't calling you Kyle Fraser, Walker White. My bad, Blake. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, but that's my point, man. It's like they can't keep their their homegrown talent yeah. at home. And uh it's I just don't care who you hire, man. Even if you hire Gus, uh they're just they're they're six and six, five and seven forever. That's what they're gonna be. All right, here comes that little CEO guy. You don't say Gus Malzon's name. I'm gonna go there, man, and see some of you guys' comments, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Uh, Aaron Finney says, "Here from the Warport, do we flip any of tech attack? I, I wonder if you're doing that on purpose. Taxes? Is that a play? Is that a money play there? Um, or maybe <laughs> that's maybe. pretty good, man. If, if good. so, if, oh, I liked it. And if you just misspelled <laughs> it, just lied to me and tell me that you meant it. Um, but yeah." I, listen, I know that I know the big fish here, right? And I've been outspoken about how just how good I think Cam Coleman is. Um, 
just stay tuned on that one. I don't have any insight. I could like I'll tell you this. Me and Blake fished around the day on this one and uh didn't there's nothing there's nothing for sure yet, but just just stay tuned. Um, like I said before, Hugh's not gonna give up. And this is kind of coming around to the point. This is just my guess on Cam Coleman here. You're gonna see one of two things here. As it comes down here in these final weeks, he's gonna say, What am I doing, man? And stay home. Or somebody like Georgia Bam was just gonna swoop in and he's gonna say, I'm just going to go to the winner. What am I, what have I been doing here the whole time? It's going to be, it's going to be one of those things. Mark my words. Um, as far as any other, other A&M players, <laughs> I would keep my eyes on Cohen Eccles. I yep. would keep my eyes peeled for that one. Hardcore. Cameron Carr says Arkansas found a butt whooping. Yeah, Cameron, you know what? They usually do when we play them, brother. Unless we're coached by Mr. Potato Head, they usually find one big dog and they found one again. It ain't the first time we've gone in their building and hung up a whole lot of yards and a whole lot of points. Andrew says, I don't see a world where we beat Bama and we don't get Cam Coleman. I hope you're right, man. I want to live in that world. I'm with you. I am with you. P-Pass reminding everybody to hit the like button. And then he says, "I this is a good point. I wanted to comment here. He says, I think the two-minute offense versus Ole Miss may have set the tone for the season. That's a good point. What do you think about this, Blake? Yeah, I think it definitely showed something. Uh, I think that's where – you think so too, buddy? Uh, <laughs> I think that's where Hugh kind of said, hey, look, uh, we got to make a change, man, for yeah, sure. for sure. And then I got uh, Albie One Kenobi saying, I love Dustin's takes on the E2C network. Glad I found this channel. You guys have great takes on all Auburn sports for damn boys. Albie One Kenobi, I'm, I'm digging the Avatar. I'm not a big Star Wars guy. I'm not a big uh, not a big Disney or, or fan. I, I just watch ball. That's it. I'm going to lie to you. I'm pretty boring. It's either mafia movies, war movies, or ball. I'm, I'm just kind of a dude. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I do think that's pretty cool. Avatar you got going there. Albie One Kenobi, that's that's pretty creative. So, appreciate you, man. Uh, yeah, check us out. We're pumping out the content, man. Uh, subscribe to the channel. We gotta, we're going to keep it coming for you. I'm going to get over here to this next clip of our Reverend Hugh Freeze Blake talking about uh, just not looking ahead. So, I know this is kind of a – this is going to come up this weekend within reason. We all watched the UMass versus New Mexico State week or week zero, actually, and we were like, oh, boy, <laughs> we dismantled UMass, and, and they beat New Mexico State, right? And you're kind of looking at it saying this one should go our way. But uh, they found some success. Were they 7-3? and three? They're, Yeah, they're 7-3. and three. Um, If you look at that schedule, there's some – some close wins on there versus some bad teams and some bad losses. But never they're seven and three. They're better than we expected. And um uh, uh not some not something that you can overlook. And this is classic trap game scenario, right? You've won some games, you're getting some hype. People are starting to say, Hey, look at Auburn. You've flipped some big recruits, you get some guys to commit. Uh, so all the momentum we're, people are talking about us this week. They are people are starting to say, Hey man, look at Auburn. Um, so can you handle that success? And that was kind of what Hugh was asked about. Let me get uh, Albie One Kenobi's comments off the screen here, and then we're going to play Hughes' uh, Hughes' answer. Just being asked about, are you guys? How what are you doing? Was the question. Just make sure that you're not looking ahead with obviously a huge Iron Bowl coming up, but you got a tough team coming in there this week. And here was Hughes' answer. You know, it's going to test our maturity. We'll talk about it today in our team meeting, and that'll be my message. Is um, we won't talk about the other team that you mentioned. We'll, we'll talk about the one we have right on in front of us that can sting us, and I've experienced that before. And um, we, we need to continue getting better. We still have a lot of things we can improve on. And so that will be the challenge. And the, and the message is, you know, how will we choose to handle this week? And starts with today and then Tuesday. Um, there's a reason we've had some success
Um, there's a lot of factors that, that go into having success, but one of them is the way they've approached work on Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday, so we better not change that. Yeah. Blake, you got any concerns about the Sauber team overlooking New Mexico State, man? To me, I think they're locked in, bro. Yeah. No, no concerns. I think they're locked in. I think they see a goal, uh, and that goal is to get to an even better bowl game than the projected one they're at right now. Uh, I think this team bought into what Hugh was preaching about in the future. Like, remember when I said that in the future they're going to come back in five to ten years and people are going to be like, hey, that guy Jalen Simpson, he laid the groundwork. I think that's what this team is bought into. They know they're not going to, to, to the college football playoff. They know they're not going to a New Year's Six Bowl, you know, but they know that they can go to a bowl game uh, and play well in a bowl game and get some guys drafted and commits are going to look at it and say, hey, we can go there, man. Like, it's it's being built right now. We can go there and win. I'm not worried about New Mexico State one bit. I think Auburn comes in. They handle business. Uh, I think they wear New Mexico State out. Uh, starters are out at the in the third. And um, I think Holden, Holden will get his moment Saturday. Uh, we'll talk more about that Thursday or, or Friday morning. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm not worried one bit, man. I think this team is locked in. Uh, and could they come out slow because they're looking ahead to Alabama? Yeah, but they're going to win the football game. Uh, and, and you're going to see an absolutely rocking environment for the Iron Bowl. So get ready. Yeah, that's really the thing, man. Uh, real quick, chat, are y'all going to let this go? Y'all going to let the LSU fan jump in here? Come on, man. Y'all got to get him, chat. And I know who this is. This is my boy. I love this through the death. But no. get in there. <laughs> but, but, but get in there he and get lying. him. He ain't lying. He ain't, he ain't lying, but let me tell you something else. He's a big basketball guy, and uh, they, they don't compete. And uh, he, you know, he's an LSU Tiger, right? He loves him some LSU baseball. And all congrats to your national championship. But I can tell you one series you didn't win. Mm, hey, and they lost to Nickel State the other night in basketball. <laughs> Wait, yeah, that basketball program, that basketball program, dead. And then, the, and then the women come out, and then the women come out and take yep. an L right out the gate. <laughs> Whatever, James. What is up, brother? Our guy James Barnett popping in, man. What's up, James? We love you, buddy. Um, look. Yeah, New Mexico State. It's uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on the holding part because it was in the in the clip there, right? Um, why didn't you? If you wanted to get holding some throws, just throw the ball. Like, and I get it. Listen, I get it, man. I've you know we've all played sport, or you you know you can't you don't want to blow a team out. You're up by forty eight to ten. You're not gonna be out there chucking the ball deep, I guess. But I remember when we played. It was Tuberville's last game. And they were up like Bama was up 28 to zero or something. Saving second year. They're finally rolling and all that. They put in what's his face that was would go on to be the starter. And they bomb it down the field, score a touchdown on us, run down our sideline and let us know. And I mean, that was they had won the game. We weren't scoring any points that day. Um, so I mean, you could have you could have let Holden throw it. I wouldn't have been too upset beating them 56 to 10 versus 48 to 10. And it was interesting to me, Blake, to the stuff kind of coming out and during the week that Holden had taken over the two spot, and then it comes time to find out, and Robbie still goes out there. Now he throws a pick, and we don't see him. So I think that really – after that, he gets pulled, right? So that really kind of makes me wonder if a lot of the stuff during the week with Holden was 
just trying to keep him. It's it's huge just saying stuff to try to keep him from entering the portal, right? And uh, so that will be kind of interesting to monitor and see how that goes. It was interesting to me, though, that all that talk and then Robbie's still the guy and Holden comes in for a a drive or two and just hands the ball off. Didn't he? Uh, didn't he get announced as the starter last year before in pregame on the on the video board? You remember that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, P. Pass says at Jonathan Argeris, How did it feel to have the Heisman winner and be third? Yeah, bro. That LSU defense, man. They gave up thirty five to Florida. They gave up. They thought they found something because they come in there and shut down Auburn, rotating two QBs. And uh, no, sir. But LSU, uh, who do they got left? They've got Georgia State this week. And they'll, they'll, they'll beat them. But Georgia State will score some points on them. But they'll, they'll obviously beat Georgia State. And then they got A&M. So, yeah, LSU is going to finish out 9-3. and three. And I'm going to be real with you, bro. For me, Jaden Daniels Heisman. I know I know what Bo Nix is doing and Penix are doing in the Pac-12. Come on, man. Like, the, the caliber of defense is, is not remotely close. And I don't want to hear anything about being on a team with three losses because I watched Robert Griffin get it on a bat, on a, on an average Baylor team. I watched Tebow get it on a four-loss team. I'm sorry, man. Jaden Daniels has, has played the best versus the best competition. Uh, and if, if you're going to give it to a quarterback or running back every single year, I think he's the best quarterback in the country right this year. I'm not disagreeing. But where where was his Heisman moment? He hasn't had one. He I, would had a, argue, I would argue that if Bo Nix was in the SEC, he wouldn't have one. I've seen him play versus SEC teams a whole bunch of times. That's true. That's true. But Bo still has an opportunity. Bo still has an opportunity to have a Heisman moment against Washington in Vegas uh, if they beat Oregon State next week. That, uh, that button moved the needle for me. But Jaden got knocked out of the Alabama game. So, like, that was the game where I was like, hey, bro, if, if he can come in the second half and just keep it close, he got knocked out. And then Florida State, he got blew out. Um, and he didn't play, like, particularly well against Florida State. Like, it was, it was nice. He was nice. But, like, he didn't play great in the second half. And I'm just wondering where's his Heisman moment. Like, you look back at RG3, he beat Oklahoma. Um, but right now, in my opinion, it's Penix. Um, just because he's – I know it's Pac-12D, bro, but he's slinging that pig skin because he's hes putting it on the money. Um, but Jaden, I do feel bad, bro, because his defense has pure let him down. Yeah. And, like, they're so talented on offense, and his defense is just – I mean, Zach Arnett's got to go to LSU, right? Yeah, I mean, something's got to happen there. And I don't – that was never going to last. Mississippi State did what they had to do. It was just a tough situation all around. Um, they, were, it was, they were way too late in the game when, when, when Mike Leach passed to really get into the coaching search. So I think that a lot of people have kind of been asking, man, they fired him 10 games in. It was a Band-Aid when they did it last year, and now they're trying to get it. They're trying to get ahead of the coaching search early. I tell you, man, I, I text you that day. I think really French from Tulane would be a good fit for Mississippi yep. State. Um, just, I think that's a good culture fit for them, and, and a guy that they can afford, and a guy that maybe may, may be able to go there and find some consistent success the way that Dan Mullen did. Because I mean, that's the ceiling for Mississippi State, man. Um, 
Jonathan, <laughs> you are real for that. Jaden leading a five win team to ten wins. Where you go for that iron? Yeah, for sure, bro. I mean, this is the, this is the funny thing. Listen, man, Jonathan is is my best friend since we were like ten years old. Um, here's the thing for me. It's so funny to me to watch all all y'all got SEC friends, right? That are not uh, Auburn fans. That are fans of other teams. Don't they always hit you up Iron Bowl week begging you to make it happen? Like you, like you got some kind of stake in it, bro. All every Iron Bowl week, I get 10, 15 texts. Hey, man, y'all, can y'all please, please pull it out this week, D? Please pull it out this week, Dustin. Come on, babe. Like, I hope we do, man. I, you know, it's just funny because we're always that we're always that last line of defense to stop the Bama beast, and the whole the whole country is pulling for us, man. Um, <clears throat> but we talked a little bit too much about the Bayou Bengals already, bro. Uh, so when it comes to these Auburn Tigers, Blake. Let me ask you this. Jarquest Hunter going to get over 1,000 yards to finish the season? Yeah, I believe so. I do. Um, in, incredible the way he's come on in the in the back end of the season. And and I'll say this. Uh, I think it's also got a lot to do with the offensive line changes that have happened for Auburn. But Jarquez Hunter has found his groove. He's healthy. He, he looks like he's got that extra step. Uh, but this offensive line, man, you you got to feel good about watching Auburn in the trenches, man. Uh, it's exciting because we spent the last three years with our with our heads tucked between our legs, uh, not being able to watch it, man. We 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 watched quarterbacks run for their lives, you know, and and uh, we watched Tank Bigsby get abused in the backfield, you know. It, it's just uh, we 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 wasted a man's career here, you know. Um, and yeah, that was it was tough to swallow, but um, it's fun. It's fun watching Gunnar Britton and and Connor Lou, man, and uh, they're just moving people around, you know. And and it, I think it's opening things up uh, for for Jarquez. And and I tell you what, uh, Damari coming back, I think that's helped Jarquez. Uh, I think Batie has helped Jarquez. Uh, you just have a stable of running backs, man. And and in my opinion, the most talented one. Ain't even really getting any touches hardly. Jeremiah Cobb is going to be a dog. Jeremiah Cobb is going to be a dog. I right? uh he wears 23 for a reason, cuz yeah, you don't know, just get that one. Yeah, I mean <laughs> he's a dude, Dustin. Let me ask you this: your boy Caleb Burton, Blake, he gets targeted right out the gate, big gain, and then we don't see it again. Why is this why why does this keep happening? Why is the why is the script always for Caleb Burton to get the ball, and then once our scripted plays are up, no more Caleb Burton? It's just start, it's starting to drive me a little a little crazy. I see it, and I'm like, hey, there he is. You know, <laughs> I come on here, I come on here, and I'm like, hey, man, we got to start getting Caleb Burton the ball more. Uh, dude's an elite route runner. All right, he's an elite route runner. Any wide receiver that is going to Ohio State, all right. And we get him through the portal. Like, come on now. Um, I, I don't know why we go away from I don't know if we're trying to spread the love, uh, if we're trying to get, you know, Camden Brown his touches or whatever, or uh, get the ball into Jay Fair's hands. Like, um, I know, Var, man, VAR has, I mean, he since he's gotten healthy, he's been our biggest deep threat. I mean. The best outside receiver, and he's a slot guy. <laughs> exactly. And, and uh, by the way, VAR eats at Arkansas. Um, he, he just, he scores tutties at Arkansas. So, uh, yeah, man, look, Caleb's going to have his time at Auburn though. Uh, he is a very talented receiver. 
Yes, sir. It's coming soon. Um, I'm going to get over here, man, and make some announcements, get some of you guys' comments, and then I'm going to tell y'all why this isn't just a fluke and why this is just a start of something special. I'll get over these comments real quick. James Barnett saying, Dustin, to your point about the Heisman, if we're counting losses, Washington is the only undefeated between the top four QBs, right? I do think Daniels being in the SEC carries a little more weight. Yeah, it should. That's what I'm saying, James. It just should, and it's – um. It's not even being biased. Like y'all all know what it is, and, and it's not. Um, I've made no, I've made no uh, apologies, right, for the fact that I'm, I'm not a Bo Nick supporter or lover or anything like that. But uh, I mean, I, you just look at, just look at the Georgia game last year. Like it's just, it just, it just there, bro. And I know this is a different Oregon team and all that, but Bo Nix has played enough games versus SEC teams. So like, I ain't trying to hear it. Uh, so yeah, I do agree with you that. Uh, that the SEC, the, the schedule that he's played, the caliber of defenses that he's had to play, it just means a little bit more. But to Blake's point, um, if it's a tight race, Heisman, you know, Heisman moments matter. And I'm not sure with Georgia State and AM if Jane Daniels is gonna really get that moment. So he's really gonna have to like have these games like he just had at Florida, where he's putting up damn near six hundred yards of total offense. And and look, I know he's carrying a a a five-win team to ten wins or nine wins or whatever they get. But, man, like, my thing is, is um, the biggest games of the year for him. Like, yeah, I, I, I couldn't care less that he puts up 600 yards against Florida. Like, guess what? That game means absolutely nothing. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I hear you. I hear what you're saying. Um, and, and that's my thing in, in the games that matter. He got hurt against Alabama, and that's what's going to keep him from winning the Heisman. And I hate that, but it, I think that's what keeps him from winning it, man, is he got knocked out by Dallas Turner. Yeah, he got targeted. Our guy, yeah, our guy Thomas uh, getting $5 super chat. I believe in Auburn. I love it. We do too, and we love you, Thomas. Appreciate you, big dog. Uh, and then my guy Jonathan popping in with a 199 super chat. Great channel, brother Hugo. And listen, like I said, I, me and John talk every single day we have since we were 10 years old. My guys wanted Hugh at LSU for like five years. Like every time that whole Ed Orgeron situation at the end of last miles, he's been steady. Hugh Freeze, Hugh Freeze, Hugh Freeze. So, uh, yeah, man, he, Hugh Freeze is respected for sure. Everyone knows the deal there. And then uh, LW popping in and saying, I expect one more, a, a one-score game in the Iron Bowl. I think we all do at this point, man. I think you get through this week healthy. Obviously, no catastrophic injuries. And then – because that's the thing. I think we're healthy, bro. We're – we got two games. That's something I haven't really been talked about. I just kind of thought about that out loud. Like, we got two games left, man, and we're we're straight. Yep. There's nothing that I'm looking – I mean, like, the, the, the injury concerns – normally when your starting center goes out, you would go, oh, goodness, I think we upgraded. Yeah, we had a 17-year-old ready. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we upgraded, man. Uh, real quick, uh, getting up here and make some announcement, guys. We've seen a lot of y'all in the comments saying like the video. We do appreciate that. If you have not liked the video yet, do that. Um, subscribe to the channel if you have not. You want to buy some of the up-tempo merchandise, man, go over to our guys at thewarreports.com slash shop. You can get yourself the up-tempo level up t-shirt, man. That thing is there for $25. It looks pretty fly, and you'll look good in our pro- – hey, Christmas is coming up. You know, get your up-tempo t-shirt, man. Help us out, and uh, we'd love you for that. Also, we got these memberships available. Let me navigate on over there. Blake's got his hands full, so I will help you out, brother. And, uh, yeah, pop over here to these memberships. We got the JV squad for $3.99 a month. We got the varsity squad for $5.99 a month. With Blake being in Oregon this week and me having to hold down the operation here solo dolo, did not get to the Around the Plains podcast for the JV squad 
or the recruiting update for the varsity squad. There is a lot of recruiting stuff going on. So we will definitely have those pumping back up this weekend for you guys. So stay on the lookout for that. And if you're interested in helping us out, man, just hit that join button and we love to have you. But if not, I get it, man. Times are tough. Just hitting that like button, just hitting that subscribe button. Those are free and those things help us out a ton. All right. Now, Blake, like I said, man, I want to talk to the people real quick. And it's one of the things where I think everyone that watches the show understands that I uh, I picked Auburn to lose several times this year. Right? I picked us to lose to Mississippi State 17 to 6. So I uh and obviously we it didn't go down that way. Um so I, I think that although I obviously hat, jacket, merchandise behind me here, I book hard, you know, but I try to be realistic in, in all that. Blake, this is where we're at right now. These last five days or so, these last two weeks, however you want to put it. But I'm just talking about winning your third game in a row, um, flipping these big time recruits and Jamonte Waller or getting a guy in Ryan Gee, like this is this the first we know how Hugh values tight ends right this is the first guy that he's been able to circle on the high school board on the high school circuit and say I want this guy and he goes and gets his guy and that 25 class is already stacking up right now no matter where you look it's either fifth or sixth according to whatever you know whatever ranking you look at and we're going to get some big time guys here there's some there's some flips on the way keep your eyes on KJ keep your guys on Cohen Echo I think there's gonna be some offensive lineman dude that you have not haven't really been talked about a whole lot that we just up and flip. Um, keep your, I mean, I know at the did the big fish, everyone's focused on Cam Coleman and what's going to happen there. So I guess the message I'm trying to send out tonight is this is real. This is happening. And you can get on board or you can get off a train because I still see some of this idiotic anti-free stuff from a certain portion of the fan base. And um it's not enough. You know, they really don't even like deserve attention, but look, dude, this, this is, this is the way this is going to go. Okay. Like Auburn football is, is, is on the right path and it's not going to change. You can go back and look at Hugh Freeze's track record. This is what this guy does. Now the first six games, they were rocky. I can't, I can't really give you a reason as to why the QB rotation went the way it went. All I know is, is that, Hugh Freeze was competitive and said enough is enough and got in there and got it fixed. And what have you seen? What have you seen since he got here? Has, has everything about this program not gotten better in every aspect? Give me one aspect where this program has not gotten better. That's why I think we're going to, I think we're going to win this weekend, 45, 52 to 10. Like I just, I think that, I think they care about this week. I've watched all the player interviews, a young guy in Keldrick Falk. I watched Kay and Lee. I watched all their interviews this week. They got asked about Bama, Blake. And they all were like, I don't want to hear that. They they got they almost got mad hearing the question. I don't want to hear that. I'm focused on Western Kentucky. I'm telling you, man, and this is not this is something that you know, Blake, but and a lot of our listeners, they they know. <laughs> we're there. And what I'm saying, and I'm not saying we're where we want to be, but don't poo-poo wins versus Vanderbilt, like me and Blake told y'all before don't poo-poo the win at arkansas right because auburn beating teams that they're supposed to beat that's a step up we haven't been doing that so now to be doing that hey man like i think it's i think it's real i think that it's uh, only up from here i'm not saying there won't be dark days there won't be tough losses this is the sec man and our main two rivals are bama and georgia so 
there's going to be some tough times. We're going to lose some tough games in the Hugh Freeze era. That's just the way SEC football works. But where this program is headed, I truly believe this when I say it. That bullshit is behind us. Whatever we've been going through since 2019, that's on the back end. That's in the rear view. Don't forget about it. Remember it. Remember how, like, where it can get if it's neglected, right? You put Auburn football in the wrong hands, and it can go south. So don't forget that. But, man, if you're not on board, you're going to get run over because this Auburn thing is just getting started. This is just the beginning. You're going to see consistent top five recruiting classes. What you've seen on offense these last three weeks, you will see consistently with Hugh Freeze running the show. He tried. He tried to step back and say, listen, I'm going to put the offense in somebody else's hands. It didn't work. And he's too competitive to make it go even half a season longer. He says, enough, enough. I'm coming in here. We're doing what I want to do. And, Blake, me and you have always said, think he's a top five coach in the country. I've made no bones about that. That's why I was so upset about the way things were going because my thing was always, you're one of the best offensive minds in the country, man. Go fix the offense. What happened as soon as he tapped up in there? I bet we don't see this next year. I bet you see Hugh Freeze, up-tempo, high pace from game one. I bet you don't see recu- uh, rotating QBs next year. I bet you see what you've seen these last three weeks from game one. You have a win. You have a game you should win this week. Let's say you don't win the Iron Bowl. Let's just say it goes chalk, right? Because this whole season's gone chalk for Auburn, really. Let's say it goes chalk, but you play close. Then you win the bowl game and you're eight and five. You sign a top ten recruiting class. The sky's the limit, break. The sky is the limit for us, bro. Am I am I am I booging too hard here? No, look. Um, it's it's what I always tell you guys, right? I always get in here and, and I tell you. Is is Auburn what Alabama is? No. All right. They're not. We know that. Okay. We know that. None of us try to sit here and act like we are. We know they're the king of college football, but we're still one of the top tier programs in the Southeastern Conference. Okay. I'm not sitting here saying that Alabama is just going to walk all over us. All right. But what I am saying is look, Mississippi State fans and Arkansas fans and all them fans that get online and they sit there and say, oh, well, Auburn sucks and uh, we're more relevant. We're more relevant than Auburn and everything. Man, they know they're lying. They're lying to you, right? They, you know that. I don't, don't even feed into it because, like I tell them, hey, you just told me a couple of weeks ago you were relevant as a football program, and guess what? You just fired your coach that's been on the job for 10 months, all right? So I, I don't want to hear it, man. Like Auburn is on the way back, like Dustin said, and it's proof right now. You're hammering teams that you're supposed to hammer. You're beating bad teams. You're beating the piss out of them. And that is what Auburn's supposed to do, man. And look, if you walk into Jordan-Hare and you play Alabama and, and you beat them or you play them close like you did in 2021, it's positivity, man. Don't get on here if you if you lose a seven point game to Alabama. Don't get on here and be like, "Oh man, this sucks. It's the end of the world." No, it's not. No, it's not, man. Hey, it's positivity. All right, Jalen Moreau has picked it up. All right, that offense is clicking over there. They got one of the best defense. I think they got the best defense in the country. All right, it's gonna be a great game. They're good, man. They're good. It's positivity. All right. I think it's going to be one hell of an Iron Bowl. I really do. Uh, that's why I said it earlier in the show. You were going to get an absolute hellacious atmosphere in two weeks in Jordan-Hare Stadium. 
Yes, sir. Before we give our final thoughts, I'm going to get over here, get you guys uh, closing out comments. If you got anything else you want to get in the show, guys, hit us in the comments. Uh, P-Pass getting in and saying, Dustin, I owe you an apology. I misquoted you and said you predicted a loss versus Arkansas. I'm sorry I did that. It's no worries, big dog. Look, uh, there's a lot of Auburn content out there. If you're a real Auburn fan, I'm sure that you watch all of it. And maybe somebody out there predicted us to lose to Arkansas. I was, uh, Blake, I know you were actually watching the live because you commented on the time. I, I was I predicted 24 to 20, and then as I was doing it, I was like, Nah, because I don't I don't think that as we get up on them, they're gonna be able to pass the ball. Yeah. And so I, I went with 30 to 20, but I do appreciate the apology, P Pass. And it's no worries, big dog. Appreciate you for being here. It's all good, baby. Thomas says, I think there is a real potential on the roster at wide receiver. Targets are needed to keep these guys here to to grow them, even when we have good freshman wide receivers coming in the next two years of recruiting. Uh we got some good talent at the slot as far as the outside, Thomas. Tell me who you're talking about, buddy. <laughs> Cause I ain't sure. Uh, book for me. LW said season went by so fast. Oh, dude, don't even. It went by too fast. <laughs> Dog. Like I was at a I was at a high school game Friday night, and I'm like, bro, this is already the playoffs. Playoffs. Yep. That's already the playoffs, man. This is crazy. Hey, uh, I heard the, I heard the weather down here was really bad over the weekend. Yeah, it was bad. I said, I, yeah, I said, I said the thunderstorm, bro. I said the thunderstorm Friday night. <laughs> Didn't want to, but yeah, it just started dumping on me like midway through the, the, the third. And I was like, I'm already here. I'm already wet. Uh, VVK, Wardam Eagle from Melissa, Texas. Appreciate you. Uh, Bug Mac coming in saying, We coming. We are coming, Bug. I do agree with you. Blake, before we get out of here, man, you got anything? Uh, yeah, look. I, I think uh, I think Levi he he's he's wanting to get a word in. Uh, he's over here rumbling and stumbling and bumbling. Uh, but look, it's been it's been a hell of a ride, man. I go back three weeks ago, all right, and I look at some of the comments uh, that we were getting, and it's like we're gonna lose to Vanderbilt. Uh, we got to beat Vanderbilt. This is a must-win game, and. Just look at the growth in three weeks, man, of how much fun we are having, how much excitement is around the fan base. Um, go to a go to an opposing school like I did this past weekend and hear other fan bases talk about how excited they are with Hugh Freeze at Auburn, all right? Oregon fans were like, hey, man, that's a home run hire. Like, you, you guys knocked it out of the park. Like, you understood the assignment of what was going down in the conference. And I know I keep harping on it, man, but you have two historically great programs coming into this conference next year. You couldn't miss on this hire. And you hit a you hit a grand slam with you freeze, man. Like everybody get behind this movement. Get behind what this coaching staff is doing. Have you seen the growth? Look, let's go back to preseason, Dustin. What was the one position group we were getting harped on every episode? Linebackers, right? Linebackers, yep. We couldn't stop the run. All right. We didn't have the linebacker depth. Hey, that group's playing pretty damn good right now. All right. That the team. (laughs) That group's playing really, really good football. Um and and I I see this coaching staff and the job that they're putting in. Uh Coach Thornton, the job that he has put in, the recruiting the job that they are just consistently hammering home that they have a purpose, man, to get this program back to being what it was, all right? And that is being at the top of the SEC, competing with the likes of Alabama, 
and Georgia. All right, LSU. We, we look. You you guys remember? You guys remember when LSU had their season after they the twenty twenty um, when after they won the Natty, they lost Burrow, and then they come back the next year, and it was just a disaster. Yeah. LSU immediately said, "Hey." This. Like, yeah, we can do enough. Yeah, you got to get out, dog. We don't care that you just want a natty. You got to go. All right. And we'll go get Brian Kelly. He's a winning coach. Like, like we'll go get him. All right. We're not going to sit here and lose. That's what Auburn does, man. Auburn, we just had a bad athletic director for a couple of years, man. Mm, Let's talk to him. We just had a bad athletic director for a couple of years. But we're going to be all right, Dustin. We're going to be all right. Yeah, for sure. Um, like Blake said, man, it's just we're going to be all right. And Cadillac, hey, Blake says all the time, Cadillac told you. Cadillac told you when he came out that tunnel with Cole Kulik, he said, hey, man, this thing this thing going to be okay. This thing is this thing is bigger than one person from Idaho. This thing is bigger than any kind of toxicity, any kind of evil boosters. Man, this, this, this Auburn family is real, bro, and uh, we can overcome a lot of things. But we just got to we just gotta stick together for one, man. Like some of the some – of, like, some of the infighting and the arguing about who should be the quarterback and this, that, and the other. And people are already talking about who's going to be the quarterback for next year. Well, it's going to be Peyton Thorne if he plays the way he's played the last three weeks. If he plays versus the next three games we got coming up, if he, he's going, it's going to be Peyton Thorne, I would hope. But, yeah, man, so appreciate all you guys tuning in tonight. we got a good crowd in here. Like the video if you have not. Please share this out on social media. Subscribe to the channel. We will be back uh, Thursday morning. Thursday morning, our episode with our guy Philip Dukes from 24-7. We'll be dropping, man, a special recruiting episode. And then we will be back Friday morning with our, um, you know, our preview of the New Mexico State and all that. I will be going to the game. I'm taking my girlfriend on her first ever Auburn trip, man. I'm fired up for that one. So if you see me, at, yeah, if you see me at the game, man, walk up to me, come holler at me. All uh, Tony, you guys did versus Ole Miss, and uh, that that meant a lot to me. I had a blast. So obviously, don't be scared to walk up to me, say hello. If you see me out at Tiger Walk, you see me in J and M buying a new hat, whatever the case may be, just do that. So we love all you guys. We appreciate all you guys to our members, man. The recruiting questions, you got about 24 hours to get the things in. And uh, so do that if you want to. And we will be back uh, Thursday morning, like I said, with our guy, Philip Dukes, War Dam Eagle. We'll see y'all then. War Dam, baby.